Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim, and we talk about horror movies on this show. And in this episode we are looking at the new version of Pet Cemetery, which of course came out uh, just last Friday and stars Jason Clark and John Lithgow. And Tim, you know I love to be Lithgowed. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know it to be true. You know it to be yeah. true. He's a great actor, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yes, good. I'm, I'm glad we agree. Yeah, uh, we'll start spoiler free as we always do. We'll give you a warning before we go into spoilers uh, somewhere in the middle of the show, uh, mm-hmm. but otherwise, that is, that is what we're going to do. So, um, cards on the table. Mm-hmm. I don't like the original movie. You son of a. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you do. If I, if I recall correctly, you do like the original movie. I love the original. I think it's a classic. I think it still holds up. I also love the book. It's my second favorite Stephen King book of all time, right under uh, it. Uh, I, I think it's really great. <laughs> so, yeah, big fan of those. <laughs> okay. I've not read the book, but I was not into the movie. Um, I, I was quite uh, negative on it because I've seen, I seen it twice. I've seen the original movie twice. Uh, I just wasn't that into it. I, I, was, I, I didn't get the praise. I didn't get why people liked it that much. So, getting out of this remake, I was kind of like... Okay, it's getting oddly good buzz leading up to it. So my uh, excitement for this movie was like all over the place because originally I was like, yeah, what's the point of this? Because uh, you know the original, you know, still holds up pretty well, and it was you know screenplay was written by Stephen King. It was pretty faithful to the book, so it's not like there's any you know real reason you need to change it, like anything they miss that you'd want to you know have a more faithful adaptation of or anything. Uh, but then once I started to hear the people that were involved, I got a little more excited. I was like, all right, these seem pretty good. This could actually be a pretty cool movie. Uh, then I saw the first trailer, um, and I thought it just looked like, you know, stupid, generic, big budget Hollywood, uh, horror movie where, you know, stuff is just creepy for no reason. And, uh, so then I, I got a lot less excited, Uh, Then they had the infamous second trailer that reveals a big spoiler moment, which got me a little more interested. Uh, But then uh, also I started hearing all the positive buzz coming out of South by Southwest. And then I got really, really interested. And that's where I was (laughs) going into the movie. Roller coaster of emotions, Timmy. Roller coaster (laughs) ride of emotions. I... (laughs) Obviously, I didn't like the first movie, so I didn't like the trailer either. I thought the trailer looked very generic, like you said. And then the positive buzz started coming out, and I was like, okay. I mean, I'm going to see it anyway for the show, but I'll, I'll give it a chance. We'll, we'll see how it goes, and we'll, yeah. see, we'll see if um, if, it, if it you know swings me, if it, if, it, if it wins me over. So I think you've got the more interesting answer, just because you liked the original movie, and because you have been on sure. this roller coaster ride. So I'll ask the question. Uh, well, I should, I should explain the, the premise, I suppose, shouldn't I? Fa- yeah. Family moves to a, a, a new house that is out in the middle of nowhere in, in Maine. In Lud- fact, Ludlow, Maine. At one point, the, the wife in this movie actually wears a t shirt that just says Maine on it, which I thought was a bit <laughs> on the nose, quite frankly, uh, for Stephen King material. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically, there's this mysterious pet cemetery near their house where if you bury something it will come back and it happens with the cat early on and then of course eventually something tragic happens and the father is is test you know is tempted to use it uh for mm-hmm. something a bit greater and bigger so uh, mm-hmm. that is the the general premise of the film mm-hmm. we'll get into spoilers later but tim did you enjoy this remake of pet cemetery all right so one thing i have to 
talk about first <laughs> before I answer it, which you might have seen me complaining online, but it, it is going to paint my review a little bit because the audience uh, at my showing was goddamn awful. They were like one of the worst crowds uh, I've been in like in a long time. Like the and, and of course, the most annoying person was right next to me. But like throughout the entire movie, just like nonstop obnoxious laughter like i'm assuming they're probably high or something because it's just you know one of those things where you know anytime like they would just show like a shot of a cat or something and and like the guy next to me would go and like, <laughs> like you know and then like it's a, cat, it's a pussy cat it's a pussy cat yeah. no like literally like going like <laughs> oh or like oh shit like oh damn and then like you know the person and literally like people taking out cell phones you know, talking to each other, not like, you know, slight whispering, like, hey, blah, 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 but like going like, oh man, I can't believe they did that. And then like, it's not just, it, there was just the person next to me. It was also the people in front of us and someone in the back, like middle of the theater. And it's a pretty small theater. So, you know, even if you have like, you know, a couple of pockets of like, you know, four or five, like annoying, disruptive people, it's kind of like feels like that is the whole audience. And it really, really put... Uh, a very sour note i was like i was really living and uh, of course i didn't say anything because <laughs> I'm, I'm a coward but uh <laughs> oh tell me you're not a coward you're i did i did shush someone at a movie once and like i immediately felt bad about it <laughs> and then uh also one time in college i was at a movie uh where someone was talking and being obnoxious and then someone else uh said like hey quiet down and the other person was like you know, immediately started yelling at them and be like, oh, like you messed up. Like, I'm going to meet you in the parking lot. Like, you're dead. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. So <laughs> that always kind of stuck with me, too. You never know. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't know how crazy the other person is. There's always, there's always a risk they're a complete nut job. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, like you know, there uh, a couple of years ago, there was a guy that got shot in a movie theater uh, in Florida, I believe. <laughs> you of course, know, for it was telling Florida. Someone to be quiet. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I always have. But then the, the problem is, though, it's like I don't say anything, but I'm like, you know, I'm having these like fantasies in my head of like, oh, how good would it be just to tell this person to shut up or like punch <laughs> him in the face and then. You know, uh, but then also it's like, well, if the whole theater is like this, then I I, I can't, you know, uh, say tell the whole theater to shut up. And um, but then at the same time, though, I feel like I'm kind of missing like, you know, little parts of the movie because I'm like stuck in my head thinking about how awful this audience is. So just, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Uh, that aside, though, I didn't really like the movie. Uh, <laughs> it's so I, I do definitely want to see it again. Feed me with your hate. <laughs> Feed me. Now, like, I, I do definitely want to see it again with, a, you know, either a better crowd or watch it at home where, you know, I don't have those disturbances. But even that stuff aside, I don't think it would change my opinion that much. Maybe I like it a little better. But, like, it's just, uh, you know, at, at best, maybe it was, like, okay. Like, uh, I, I think the, the best part about this is the cast. You know, I, I think, you know, everyone does, like, a really good job. I especially like the uh, the woman that played Rachel. And I like that her character got a little more to do uh, than the original. But, yeah, I mean, everything just kind of fell off. Um, you know, there was a lot of, like, just kind of generic Hollywood, you know, the, the kind of stuff you get in these big-budget movies where it's just like, all right, uh you know, creepy kids in masks for no reason, you know, just 
typical jump scares, you know, some bad CGI. Some of the sets looked kind of bad. Like, did you think some of like the the outdoor nighttime shots yeah. looked there filming no, I, on like a crappy studio? I, or something? I, I agree. <laughs> the, the entire journey with John Lithgow and Jason Clark to the the you know the real pet cemetery. That entire yeah. journey, I thought, looked terrible. I, th- I thought it just looked bad. Uh, in, yeah. ca- in case anyone's surprised or not, not got it yet, no, I did not like this movie. I was bored to tears, <laughs> basically from start to finish. I didn't like the characters. I didn't like even John Lithgow couldn't save this for me. It, like, I'm yeah, not... he's felt kind of wasted. Like when they announced him as Judd, I was like, perfect casting. Like Fred Gwynn, like you know, he owns that character in the original movie. But if there was anyone else is going to do it like john lithgow it's like yes like all right and it's just yeah he doesn't really do it and then like they kind of they do like some like kind of weird stuff that just doesn't play (laughs) in this day and age like with him and the daughter it's kind of like if this is like a modern take can we not have like you know uh this like young girl just going over this like old guy's house who has like a (laughs) gun out in the middle of nowhere and like uh, and you know just have him like saying this kind of like weird stuff that's like you gotta know that doesn't play in this day and age uh but yeah uh disappointing <laughs> yeah I, I i was just i wasn't into it and i just i think i've come to accept that i just don't like this story that much and maybe, maybe the book's great maybe i would like the book if i actually read the book but but between i mean if you if you don't love the premise uh, maybe not but i mean i think the I mean, I, I think it's. I really like the the premise as like a horror story. I think it works, you know, really well for that. Like, like there's so many elements in this. Again, maybe they work better in the book. Where I'm just going, this just feels like a random tacked on thing. Like, like for for me, there's like no real reason in this movie why there should be like visions of dead people before anything actually happens with the cemetery. But no, of course, there's like weird visions and people talking to people and. And all sorts of crazy, you know, spooky Hollywood horror movie shit happening. <laughs> yeah. And, all of it I just thought was uninteresting. I didn't think it looked like a, an interesting movie. It wasn't visually interesting. Uh, like you said, some of the outdoors nighttime scenes just looked like a bad set, like a you know, bad sound stage, uh, with with really bad sort of backdrops. Like so this just feels like a green screen or it feels like yeah. whatever, you know. So like I just wasn't into it that much and by the time it got like a part way through, I was I was just kinda just kind of waiting for that because I because I'd seen the original I knew what the beats of the movie were going to be and sure yeah. they switched up a couple of things to make it surprising I guess but but it, it feels like what's the point of that other than like it, it feels like they the only reason they switched stuff up was so it would be different because again the you know original is so faithful to the book it's like I don't know I, I just got the feeling that they were probably like well can't really just do the same thing so let's just change this and this but the changes don't really make it better like no. they just make it different <laughs> yeah they're just there for changes sake and then like i don't know like, without talking about it because obviously we're not in spoilers yet but is the ending of this more closer to the book or was that was oh there... no not at all okay so not that was completely yeah. a new thing right okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right just curious yeah just uh curious. the uh the uh, like there were a few things uh that i like like it won't be like completely negative like i do like that i feel like we got more of church than in the original and yeah (laughs) i did like seeing that crazy cat um so there was like a a few things like that and uh, there was like some okay gore and and violence you know which i liked but uh yeah i mean i don't know there's a couple of okay things here and there but otherwise so 
you know, yeah there really wasn't much i think the problem with the violence stuff though is that like i agree there's a couple of fun moments of violence towards the end but it just made me wish the whole movie was that like it made me wish that the whole right, movie was yeah. more schlocky and just more about this stuff happening more yeah. over you know throughout the film rather than being relegated to the last 15 minutes uh, oh totally yeah i just i don't know it, it, it it's nothing about it was that interesting to me and especially since like you know where it's going you, you know eventually it's going to make this point it's got a weird structure because of it's what, it, what the plot is because it's like mm-hmm. we can't get to the real meat of it until like halfway through the movie because we have to mm-hmm. set up a lot of things and then we have to have the big thing happen in the middle to actually you know set the main plot going yeah. kind of thing and i kind of feel like maybe there's some stuff that they like we're trying to maybe like take for granted that oh since people know the original whatever we don't really have to explain this but it just felt like stuff didn't maybe matter as much or like wasn't as important like you know i like i feel like they you know never mentioned the you know the trucks going by like they show a couple of shots of them and stuff but like you know no one ever has like a, a line like in the original or whatever where they're like um oh yeah this is like you know a truck route and like oh yeah people never pay attention to speed limits here so be careful and stuff and i I feel like they just kind of skip over all that um which is but i feel like that's like you know it it works well for the story though because it's such a you know big thing that it's like i don't know when they show like all these shots of like trucks like zooming by it's like no one's gonna mention anything about that you know they're not gonna i don't know think that's important <laughs> yeah i also felt kind of like obviously movies have a lot of leeway with how they portray sound right they, they decide to make mm-hmm. things quieter or louder depending on the thing depending on the moment yeah. the context you know the idea that if someone's focused on something they might make it, like tapping on a desk really loud like you know like thunderous yeah. or something like that right but something about the trucks going by in this like felt really disingenuous i'm like yeah trucks going by are pretty loud don't get me wrong but the way they all like turn around and jump when they've had a heart attack when it you know goes yeah. by like you know <laughs> 20 feet away felt a little like wait how loud was that truck i, I don't really buy yeah. that it was that scary when you're this far away from the road yeah no i like I, yeah i totally agree <laughs> yeah so <sighs> i mean it's, it's, this is a hard one to like critique for me beyond kind of because to me it has a lot of the tropes that i, I don't like about a lot of supernatural horror movies from hollywood it feels very kind of yeah. going through the motions of I think that's my big problem is that almost every time anything supernatural is happening I've had this this feeling of we're just going through the motions of what this scene's supposed to be and I don't really feel any like creativity behind it um yeah and that was a big problem I remember like one of the the, the vaguely interesting things in the original movie uh was the the wife had this sister uh Zelda right and again we won't get into it too much until spoilers but in the remake, I feel like they, they showed more of that, but somehow I feel like I actually got less of what it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, there was, like, a few, like, uh, interesting things I, I thought that they did with that, but, yeah, they still didn't really seem like they nailed it. Uh, and, and, yeah, like, I kind of... I, I think maybe one of the things I, I liked the most was probably, uh, you know, Rachel's character and the stuff with her sister and... Rachel. <laughs> and like it, it feels like they were you know trying to go like they were setting up some interesting themes like about how she has this kind of you know weird association with death and how it kind of you know comes back to her uh like later on in the movie and they kind of set this thing up you know with uh her husband how he's such like a you know a staunch atheist that he doesn't believe in supernatural and stuff and it feels like they were setting up interesting things 
that just doesn't really feel paid off. Yeah, like, they don't do anything with it. Like, I actually, like, one of the things that I thought I was going to appreciate early on in the film is that it felt like it was giving Rachel more time than the original. It felt right, like, yeah. It felt like too. it was focusing on what, how she views because ultimately, Pet Cemetery is a movie about not accepting death, right? That, that is what the, right. the story is about. And I thought what they were doing in, in this film in the first half, even though I wasn't loving, in love with it, I thought at least it made sense that they were setting up, okay, how, how Lewis, how Rachel feel about death, how the kids feel about death, and we're going to pay off, like, you know, not being able to accept death in, in different ways. And the, the weird thing is, though, is that she still like, leaves the movie for a while in the, the second half, and it, it felt like, it, like, from that point on, it was just so imbalanced again, where it's all about the dad, it's all about Lewis, it's all about Jason Clark's character. Yeah, and I feel like we didn't really get much of him that much in the beginning, so I was the same way. I thought, like, oh, okay, this might be an interesting take to more focus on these characters that didn't get as much time in the original. But then, yeah, it kind of feels like all of a sudden it's his show. And it's like, oh, um, yeah, it, it feels weird. In fact, at one point I thought they were going to go a different path with him as well, where I, I felt like they were even setting up that he was going kind of crazy. Like, maybe he... Yeah, which that that might have made sense, especially yeah. you know with all the stuff going on, and and again, kind of setting up early on that he, you know, is very rigid with his views about all this kind of weird stuff going on. So yeah, it would have been a more interesting take to see him freak out more. But he seems very like, you know, he he shrugs stuff off like so completely, even though all this weird stuff is going on around him. It, it it's I don't know, it's kind of strange. <laughs> it, it just feels like a wasted opportunity, really. Yeah, and you can even play with the idea that he's not willing to accept death because he's a you know he's a doctor. He doesn't want people to die on right, his table. Yeah. You know he's that's determined. I mean, we literally get a scene early on where he's like trying to save someone and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's you know he can't accept death because he he takes this pride in it and and whatever. But I don't know. Like, I feel like the the movie wants to be about something. It wants to be about the the fear of death or not being able to accept death. Mm-hmm. And. But I don't think it actually says anything about it, you know, in the second half. I don't think it actually makes any point. Because the, no, end, the ending feels more like shock value just for the sake of here's our, our wacky yeah. ending. Here, here have it. Um, I, yeah. I guess you could say that if you, if you don't accept death, then you'll be consumed by death. Okay, fine. Yeah. It's a bit broad, but Which, that's fine. Yeah, but I, I think it, that's it's more... Um, uh, I, I think that works better in the uh, original movie uh, than it did in this one here which uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into more in, in spoilers. But uh, yeah, I was kind of like, with the ending of this one, I was just very much like, oh, uh, okay. Like, it really had like very little effect on me. Yeah. Uh, just, just to talk about some technical stuff, I thought the the way it looked, we mentioned the, the nighttime scenes, but I thought in general it didn't look that great. And I also thought that yeah. the direction was pretty lacking. Uh, like, it, it, it's really bugging me in some movies recently is this this thing where it's like oh it's supposed to be a little bit darker right now we'll just be under we'll just have the camera be underexposed and it's just annoying to look at <laughs> like yeah instead of lighting it in a way that's like atmospheric at night all the shots of them in the forest or even at the start the opening shots this big like uh like it's like a bird's eye shot going down the road but it's oh, yeah. just it's this underexposed so you're kind of like it feels like you're having to like focus really hard to actually make out the trees and stuff uh, and it's just uncomfortable to look at and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, go 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 look at say something like Predator, right? Look look at how all that mm-hmm. nighttime stuff is shot in the end of Predator, and then look at the scene in this when they're like walking through the forest to the pet cemetery, and it just looks like this blue tinted like set. It's just yeah. it's <laughs> unappealing to look at. It's just, it's it's kind of horrible. 
Like, um, are we lose like you know the, the people that are making movies? Like, are we losing these like skills that like you know people have to properly light stuff and, and everything to just like you know just go an easier route with you know people like ah just you know fix it and uh you know with the digital you know stuff after the movie or. I don't know, maybe. Uh, like, movies looked really good at a time, and I, I don't know, they they don't always look so good now. Yeah, I, I feel I feel like um, even even low-budget movies from the 80s look better than what some movies do yeah. now. Uh, not all movies. Yeah. Like, I, I, you still have your champions. I still think, like, Christopher Nolan movies you can kind of go to and expect a, a visual sure. feast yeah. because he really cares about the art of filmmaking. Tarantino, you can go and get a lot of good cinematography. Like, well, I mean, the, you know, the, the last movie we saw in theaters, us, I thought looked really great. Like, you know, oh, that sure, was, yeah. all, look, all know. good. So it's, yeah, it's not but, dead. There's people still making good looking movies, yeah. but, uh, and of course, I mean, we're talking about directors here cause we associate the directors beforehand, but obviously director of photography is what's really important here. Um, right. and, yeah, I feel, yeah, I just I feel like there's been because uh, the other one that bugged me recently, even though I liked the movie overall, was uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, that that movie was like just underexposed a lot, and it was really annoying. <laughs> like it was a really, it was kind of an ugly movie. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I think it's just a in, in general, especially a big problem with the the Marvel movies. Which don't get me wrong, I I love them. You know, I'll you know go see everyone on opening day. I get very excited for them, but uh, I, I do think you know visually speaking uh you know aside from a few here and there they're kind of you know very like kind of generic and seem to all just kind of fall in a line like you know there's not really much that makes them stand out big budget tv that's what it feels like sometimes yeah yeah which is funny because i feel Uh, like i feel like some tvs actually get to the point where that's where all the the style is now sure yeah you know you, you watch uh like westworld or you watch uh, Godless, which was on Netflix last year. It's just, just this western. It's you know, it was like the full wide screen, and it's like all these big panoramic shots. And I'm like, man, this is this is this is a movie. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> you can call it a miniseries, but damn, it's a movie. Um, yeah, yeah, movie's just kind of ugly. I wasn't I wasn't in the visuals of it. Yeah, there's really nothing like uh, visually that interesting, and. Um... I, I I didn't see the other movies uh, these directors made because I, I, th- I think they they did like Starry Eyes or something like that uh, that people uh, seem to like because uh, when this is coming out I, it seemed like a lot of people were like oh like you know the the Starry Eyed you know guys are are doing this movie uh, people seem to be excited about that but I don't know, I, I'm curious if that has a more visual flair or what it they... is that's good about that did the valentine segment of holidays which we did watch on the show oh what uh do i even remember that segment i don't think i don't think i did it's been three years time. I think oh it was, it's okay. wait was that the one where is it like the girl has a crush on her teacher or is that a whole movie <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like someone had the heart in the forest. I think it ended in a forest with like an actual yeah, heart. Yeah, like she she cut out someone's heart or something. I, I, I feel like I recall that. Yeah, uh, I, I think we'll give a spoiler warning though, so we can talk okay. about the, uh, yeah. the 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 plot and the changes and everything else. So full spoilers now for Pet Cemetery twenty nineteen. Uh, so yeah, they changed the kid. The kid that gets hit by the truck is not the son anymore. It's the daughter. Yeah. Which was really, you know which by the way, it was really obvious. There was a point about half an hour into this where we spent so much time with the daughter's relationship with her dad that I was like, if it's the son that gets hit, then this is like, what's the point of all the setup of of her being well, having all this time? Well, I mean, I don't know if you saw like the last trailer they did, but they totally gave it away in the trailer. I did not. <laughs> it was like, 
it it's it was so freaking annoying like as i was watching this movie i was like oh well i mean would have been nice to not know this going in like even the uh, the poster I'm looking at on the IMDb now has her kind of in the middle looking kind of scary. So I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's kind of obvious actually. I so but they still have the nerve to act like a fake out, like and have Gage, you know, like running towards it too. Like, come on. <laughs> so here's here's kind of my to go to my cynicism about Hollywood and remakes and how just the, the difference in like mentalities now. I don't like the original film, right? But I think that still shows something to me is that the all on the fact that it's a different kid, right? Forgetting that for a second, the big difference between the truck hitting scene, right, is now it's been all since I've seen the the, the the original. It wasn't since like you know twenty fifteen whenever we watched it. Um, is you know I just remember like you know you, you hear the truck coming you, you, and you know it's like a quick like gut punch of like oh the kid's been hit. It's really you know dark and everyone starts running. This movie, right? So he runs up, he grabs Gage. And then the truck's mm-hmm. going towards uh, the girl, and we get this slow motion sequence of like the the, the truck driver like turns because he sees her, and the tanker comes off the the truck, <laughs> and in slow motion we see it rolling towards her, and it's like a, I mean it's not that long really in time, but it's like so over the top and like ridiculous, uh, mm-hmm. compared to like the original, compared to just how you would have tackled this a long time yeah. ago. It was like. Yeah, and the, like even the like in the original, like I don't know if you remember, but it's like you know the dad's running out, and then you know you see the truck, you see the kid, you don't actually see him hit him. Uh, I think maybe you might see like a shoe fly in the air or something like that. But then like you kind of get the scene where like you know the father like falls to his knees and he screams no, and then you kind of see like they do this thing where they they show like photographs of uh you know him with the kid and kind of hear that it's like you know photo sound showing these past memories as like the dad screaming which you know even if you don't like that that's still a lot more interesting than being like you know oh yeah it's 2019 we can really do this up like let's you know show the carnage of this like truck you know stopping and the tanker flying off which uh, I mean, thank God that didn't explode. <laughs> it, it looked like they were. I'm assuming they were carrying like some type of gas or something. Like it looks like one of those kind of things. Yeah, <laughs> but, it does. This is an oil tanker. Yeah. Yeah. You, you think if it like flies off the truck and like you know hits the road, it probably would explode. But um, actually, I don't think so. I feel like this is action movies have trained you to expect explosions on impact. <laughs> fair. <laughs> That's I feel very like fair. They're still they're still meant to be a spark at least. I think to ignite the yeah. <laughs> ignite the fluid True. or whatever's in there. Yeah, um, and, but then again, like yeah, this thing like it it just nails the girl head on, and yet she somehow is still pretty intact. Like you, you think she should just be like a pink mist at yeah. that point, but <laughs> should, it should be a splat. It should be like yeah. a thin, just like yeah. membrane of blood and mucus. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember this stuck out to me as a kid. I remember one time my mom was talking about how she was driving home from work, and there was like a big dog in the middle of the road, like, I don't know, I mean, like German Shepherd or St. Bernard or something, and a truck uh, hit it. And, you know, the way she described it, she just said, like, it just exploded. You know, like, there was nothing left of it. It was just, yeah, like a red cloud. And it's like, yeah, that, that's what would be happening to these children. <laughs> like, there wouldn't be enough uh, to bring them back to the pet cemetery. <laughs> don't, don't, don't poke holes in their, uh, in their logic, Tammy. <laughs> to be fair that, that's a, that's a problem in the original as well then to be fair sure yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's not unique to this one but that's fair 
Um, yeah, so of course we have to go through him like like mourning of over it and like being like, oh, I've got a plan, and he 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 drugs Judd. Which, by the way, I remember talking about this in the original. Is that everything's actually Judd's fault? Judd showed him the cemetery, yeah. uh, brought the cat back, even though he knew he'd come back wrong. He tried to justify it and say, "Oh, I thought it'd be nice because that cat was sweet," whereas my dog was already a dickhead. Um, well, and there there was like one or two lines where he kind of because that is like a big problem. Uh, I will give you that, but that, there was one or two lines where he's kind of talking about like, "Oh, there's something about that place. It has a pool on you. It you know makes you want to go there." and but it's like, yeah, explore that more because w- without having some type of reason like that, it is kind of like this guy's a dickhead. <laughs> why, why did he show him this? Yeah. But I mean, we didn't even go into, um, you know, the church stuff, which, uh, you know, again, it, it, it does seem kind of weird, uh, you know, not just Judd being like, uh, you know, making such a big deal about it. Like, you know, oh, like, you know, we're gonna, we'll do it tonight. We'll take care of it. And then, you know, going up to the, it seems like he has reservations at first, and then he's finally like, "Yeah, let's go up to the pet cemetery." But then, it's also just weird at the same time where, like, um, yeah, Lewis like doesn't even question it. He's just kind of like, "Hey, where are we going?" And he's like, "You know, just follow me." And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like you think they would have some type of conversation where it'd be like, you know, like, oh, like, would you do anything to? you know, spare your child the grief of death. Like, would, it, would this be, like, you know, just have some type of conversation to, to give them a reason instead of just being like, well, part of the, the, all right. Part of the problem in this one is that they did this thing where there's like the regular pet cemetery that's fine, it's just a normal pet cemetery. Yeah. And there's like this landfill, this, this wall uh, that, that was built, uh, you know, eons ago. And yeah. like Judd makes them climb over it. You know, we have Judd and him climbing over this wall. Uh, and then they have to walk a great distance in the forest before they get to the real, like you know, the the mystical spot, right? Yeah. And that's fine. There's not there's nothing wrong with making that a thing in the movie. But the problem is, is that 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 makes it at least in the original it was like it wasn't. It was just this. Okay, here's the short walk to this thing. This is the place where you bury your pet. So there was no 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 reason for the dad to argue with it too much. Whereas in this, it's yeah. like yeah, follow me up this wall, and then this walk this extra like mile. For I'm not well, gonna like, tell you why. The- <laughs> Yeah, well, in the, uh, I mean, in the original, they still had, like, the, the you know, resurrection spot was still different than the actual pet cemetery, but it was, I don't think it was as pronounced as it was in this movie, where it's like, again, you know, oh, it's 2019, we gotta do things bigger and better, and we gotta have this giant wall of, like, you know, sticks and bones and stuff that, like, people can't climb over and everything, like, yeah, it's just a little overdone, and then, uh, I didn't even mention it, but just one thing I thought was so stupid, like the very beginning of the movie where, you know, they're just going in the backyard and they just see a procession of children in masks beating a drum for no reason. Like they they never mention at any point throughout the movie, like, uh, all right, yeah, why are the kids doing this? Like, well, at the end, yeah. <laughs> at the end, Ellie puts on a mask like that, which I think to me implied that all those kids were all back from the dead <laughs> you think i mean given that she put no. that mask on i think that was the implication uh, i don't know <laughs> that seems kind of weird so well, like this town is just full of like this many dead people <laughs> i think well i think yeah well i mean at the end of the movie the whole family's dead <laughs> like you know they're, well, yeah. they're like a happy dead family together mm, i don't know i mean if that's what they're going for i think that's pretty stupid <laughs> but I, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with that, Tabby. Like, 
because there's a whole like chase you know once ellie comes back and she's acting kind of wrong at first and she seems a bit, bit of a temper she's hitting things uh, and then she of course she kills judd and it's just this scene where she like stabs him violently she, she cuts him in the back of the ankle or stabs him in the back of the ankle and it's really brutal and i'm like oh here's some gore and like yeah you know i, I could take a movie with uh like this like eight-year-old like being a killer and like sneaking up on <laughs> people and stabbing them like I, i'd actually be kind of into that although i did question how at no point in this like final like, 15 minutes when because you know the mom's back with the son and she's like on, it becomes like a slasher movie where like the girl's chasing them through the house and you know, eventually they, they get they're, they're they've barricaded themselves in a room, and Ellie finally is getting in. So the mother's like, you know, lowering Gage out the window to to Jason Clark and dropping him, and she gets stabbed from behind. And mm-hmm. I couldn't help but feel like at no point does like the mother try to like maybe use the fact that she's bigger and stronger to like you know, defend herself. It, it feels like yeah. it's just taken for granted that oh no, I can't fight back. Ellie's like Jason Voorhees now. I have to just be scared and run. Yeah, I, I mean, like, sometimes it seemed like she was just a normal girl who is kind of a little creepier now. But then there's also times where it seems like they're trying to make her a monster. Like, there was one time where she's kind of, like, walking all, on all fours and hissing and, like, jumping around. And then, like, yeah, one time when uh, yeah, I think when Jason Clark's, like, holding her down and she's kind of, like, you know, like, pounding her fist against him and, like, you know, beating him really fast. And I wasn't sure. It's like, oh, like, <laughs> yeah, it seems like, I don't know, she had maybe slightly better strength and speed and stuff it's kind of yeah not not sure exactly what they're going for either she's stronger and faster or you make it more interesting in the sense that she has to kind of lure people in because she isn't strong because she has to like you know put up with the fact that she's a small girl and she has to like kill adults like that could be interesting if if, if they play play with that but there was no like sneaking up really like it was really just like she comes up behind her mom and stabs her and then stabs her repeatedly and i'm like fight back like i know she's your kid technically yeah. but like you know smack her in the but face I, yeah and, and also at this point <laughs> she has shown that like she you know is having problems with her and she thinks this is wrong so it's not like she's you know like under the thrall of like but it's my daughter it's like no like she was very like vocally like this is wrong like and uh, this is messed up you know so it, you know it didn't seem like it'd have to be that big of a decision yeah, um, and, uh, and maybe this will be a controversial statement but i think if your child's coming at you with a knife try to stab you i think you're sure. justified to <laughs> you know give him a whack yeah. <laughs> you know i'm not i'm not for violence i'm not like someone who promotes like violence against children and like mm. beating them for you know misbehaving but i'm saying if they're actually coming at you with a knife yeah. that is the time where give them a smack <laughs> yeah I feel like this is when more interesting stuff should have happened, but the ending feels so rushed. It mm-hmm. seems like there's no time to let the interesting stuff breathe because, yeah, like, you know, when uh, Rachel starts freaking out and is running and hiding, uh, that's interesting. And then, like, you know, the dad being like, oh, but this is your daughter, like, you know, and, like, that's kind of interesting. But it seems like he flip-flops, like, so fast. Like, he's like no like we needed more time with her like you know she's your daughter but it seems like pretty quickly he's like oh no this is wrong i have to strangle her to death like you know what i mean it feels like there's no room to breathe and explore these ideas of what each parent's going through yeah they, they, it feels like it somehow ignores all the interesting elements that, that could be yeah. you know could be uh, you know explored in the story no, no uh, this is probably just like a you know a personal thing but i don't like this take as much um i like more 
like with the original movie, you know, Gage comes back and they even have like a brief flashback where they're talking about, uh, you know, the, uh, some other person that once tried to bring their kid back where it seems like, uh, the people that come back, they're a little more like animalistic, like, you know, they're not, uh, as kind of like thinky and, and stuff, which, you know, I, I guess obviously you get with, uh, the original with Gage cause he's so young, but like, I don't really like that they basically just turn the daughter into like kind of the cliche Hollywood creepy kid. You know what I mean? Like there's so much stuff where she's just like, you know, especially towards the end when, you know, uh, the dad's trying to kill her and, you know, she kind of just snaps back into being normal. Like, but daddy, I love you. And then it's like, yeah, it's like such like a, you know, cliche, like, okay, I've seen this before. And not to mention, like, she, after she kills the mom, she drags the mother's body by herself out to the, the, the cemetery. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I guess, like, okay, maybe that does tell us she has, like, increased strength, right? Because she, she really shouldn't sure. be able to do that. Because, <laughs> I mean, keep in mind, she has to go over this wall to get there. It's not like she's just dragging yeah. her on the floor. Um, mm-hmm. And the, the big sort of twisty moment at the end is that, like, you know, the dad's, like, almost won. He's almost killed her, and then he gets stabbed. And it's actually because the mother now came back from the cemetery. And yeah. then he comes back, and the, the movie ends with the three of them coming towards the car with, the, the, you know, the head gauge before. And it's, like, yeah. it ends with them coming towards the, the car to open the door. So the implication being that they're going to kill a gauge and have, bring him back as well. So they're one dead family. Uh, and I guess if you're going with the idea that, that like they, they couldn't accept death and now it's going to consume all of them and now they're just going to all be dead together, <laughs> like yeah, like okay, I kind of get the metaphor you're going for there. Like I, I can kind of appreciate that, but this ending is so rushed. Like, I, I actually remember I checked the uh, the time because I mean I was really bored. Can I just point that out? <laughs> I checked the time and I was like, wait a minute, this movie's because I was seeing uh, Shazam right after, so I, I'd sort of timed it so that I was leaving <laughs> one theater and just going straight into the next one, and. I checked the time thinking, wait, I have to be like done with this in like 10 minutes. And I was like, it feels like there's tons left. And, but sure enough, yeah. credits were rolling like 10 minutes <laughs> later. Like, with, with, you know, without, uh, without, uh, which by the way, they had a cover of the, the song, the Ramon song from the original at the end, which I forgot existed until it got to the course when I was walking out. It was like, it was like I don't want to be in a pet cemetery. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I forgot they did this song. <laughs> which I, I really like the Ramones uh, version. This just kind of felt like a, yeah, I don't know. It felt kind of like a lifeless cover. I don't, I'm not really yeah. familiar with the band. Like, it, it doesn't sound like a bad band or anything, but it just, I don't know, it didn't really feel like there's, you know, much point to it. I, guess. I like the Again, kind of like with the whole movie. <laughs> Honestly, I think the Ramones song is the best thing about either of these films. I think it's the best thing <laughs> that the Pet Cemetery's ever given us is that Ramones song. Well, I mean, I disagree with you on that, but I mean, it is definitely a banger. Uh, I do think it's funny that this and Shazam came out like uh, the same day. <laughs> One's about a kid that becomes a superhero. The other's about a kid that <laughs> becomes an undead ghoul. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. The Yeah, it, it's just like the, uh, again, like, I don't know, some stuff in my head I kind of feel like, okay, this is like an interesting choice. I, I guess if you're going to remake something, at least they're trying to do something different with it, but it's just none of it actually ends up being that good or, or feel like it's worthy of justifying why this movie exists. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's a real shame. And I guess um, kind of like the other big thing that, um, yeah, we didn't really talk about was, uh, we'll kind of mention it briefly, but like, you know, I feel like they did a little more with Rachel and like her flashbacks with, uh, you know, her sister Zelda. And, um, I, I think some of the stuff they were doing here was kind of like cool and interesting, but again, like didn't really look that good. It feels nah. like there was some bad, like CGI stuff. Like when, uh, 
you know Zelda dies and the dumb waiter just felt like a <laughs> it didn't look good. Yeah, I I have to say like I appreciate they tried to give this more time because I think they realized that this this was like a very memorable moment for a lot of people in the original was that flashback yeah. of like going towards the bed. Um, yeah, I think I mean one of the reasons why I probably like the movie more than you is because like I saw it as a kid and like I saw it like real young and it scared me and especially the the Zelda thing was like the big thing that really freaked me out when I was a kid. But I felt like here Zelda just didn't look that good. It felt again very kind of over the top Hollywood. You know she's, yeah. she's you know her body's like contorting and she's she, you know when she's in the dumbwaiter it's, it's this like you know she's like all folded up like a Final Destination victim. Yeah. It, was, it was just it felt. <laughs> It felt over the top, and I wasn't really getting any atmosphere out of it. Uh, I yeah. felt very like cynical throughout this, and well, I always complain that people don't give horror a chance, and like, you have to actually give yourself to it. And I was really, you know, I was trying. I really was. I was trying to to get in the spirit of the movie, but ultimately, it just kept being generic. And it's, it's the <laughs> yeah. hardest thing to get over in the world is just how generic something is, if it is. Yeah, no, without a doubt, and uh, like uh, again, you know. I know you don't like the original, but I think at least that one is like a little more unique. I think there's, you know, stuff about it that doesn't really, yeah, I can't really compare it to like other stuff around the time. Uh, but yeah, this, it just feels like what's the, what's the point of this other than, you know, Oh, King's really popular again. Let's, you know, just shit out a movie and people will go see it, which, um, uh, you know, the, the thing that boggles my mind is uh i again i i love love love, love stephen king and I, i'm glad that we're you know like ushering a new age of a uh, you know king renaissance but that you know people keep talking about oh we should remake you know this movie or adapt this book again or whatever but it's like he has so many stuff that hasn't been adapted yet why not we why don't we focus on those instead of just being like oh yeah i want to see uh you know the shining again or let's do the stand again it's like no, like there's a lot of other really good stuff we can still do. How about a third uh, go at Carrie? <laughs> well, that's what kind of worried me about this movie is like, I, I was like, uh, well, if they didn't nail it, are we going to have to watch another one in like five or ten years? Like, are people going to go like, oh, no, I, I got the, the take on it this time. <laughs> Which I, actually, I, I think I did see something from the directors or, or something saying that um, – uh that they left it open for sequel potential which like i don't want to see a sitcom about this undead family like living out their lives and stuff not by these directors maybe by like get tika batiti in here to do like a, a sitcom about the dead that would family be yeah, i'll, I'll be watch fun. that that could be a thing <laughs> i yeah or you know what actually would be really good i feel like uh sam raimi could have a good go at this it feels like it would be up for his alley yeah you know, he tries to make it a little schlockier more fun yeah okay, <laughs> more I like can... zombie killing I can, I can see just it. throw ash in there why not <laughs> i would say i judge it's just ash who lives across the street yeah <laughs> see that would make more sense because ash always misses stuff up he, he's, yeah. he's always like responsible for <laughs> this crap it's like do i see something cool that's better the cat in the pet yeah. cemetery trust me this will be a hoot <laughs> It's like, I guess, and you just see like all, when they're going up there, it's just like all these graves that say Linda on them. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta stop burying my Lindas here. <laughs> oh, notice how we're we're tangenting into more interesting things because the movie's yeah. not interesting. I, yeah, I, I, there's not that much to say about it, 
I, I can't really think of much more. And, and there's other stuff that, again, just feel rushed. Like uh, we didn't even mention like all the Pascal stuff, the you know young student that dies and then uh, you know Lewis gets visions of him. But again, it just feels like in this movie, it, it's kind of like they're just hitting the beats because that's what happens. Yeah. Why, why does a... this? Why does this happen? Like I, I don't get why we have this weird subplot of him seeing a dead person. <laughs> well, I, I think that I, I I think this is just something that you're not gonna like, but like. It does feel like it falls in line with King a lot. He has like a lot of stuff like this that is kind of unexplained, but where you just kind of go with like things that, uh, you know, sometimes people have visions or powers or whatever. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I think in the book it is more of a. I, I think you're supposed to kind of feel this like little bit of like mysticism kind of around the pet cemetery. It and just, it struck it struck me as so tacked on. <laughs> it just felt like a tacked on element to me. In this movie, yeah, it does. Yeah. Like, it, it feels like it has a bit more purpose in the original, and I think in the book, you know, it, it is like kind of a hard thing. I, I think some people, you know, dislike it a little more uh, than me. But I mean, I'm totally okay with the character. But in in this, it just didn't really feel like it had much purpose to it. Yeah, that just didn't feel like it added anything. Yeah, I feel like you could take it out, and the plot would play out the exact same way. Oh, without a doubt, yeah, with, without any changes. Yeah, it's. it's... Yeah, I, I I hate to come in here and be like, oh, it was another dull Hollywood horror movie, but it was. That's exactly what it no, was. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> and uh, and again, it was like just kind of it was so strange, like just going through the like, uh, you know, hearing about it and uh, all the stuff beforehand, being like, oh, is it gonna be good? Uh, maybe it'll be bad. Oh, actually, it sounds really good. Oh no, that like, looks kind of stupid. And then just being utterly, you know, disappointed in it. Because, again, I get what it's kind of trying to do. You've got the atheist yeah. character who doesn't believe in the afterlife. You've got the wife who, who hopes there's an afterlife because she's scared of death. You've got uh, Judd, who's someone who's already lost his wife years ago, so he's kind of past death itself and yeah. has some experience. You've got all these different... You've got a kid who's just learning about it for the first time. You've got all these different elements. I see what you're trying to do with it, but I just think the actual core plot is, is not that great of a... Stri- I mean, it probably works much better in a book, but as a movie, the structure is sure. really weird. And then, in particular case of this movie, so many of the extra elements feel tacked on. They feel underdeveloped. It feels like it, it, it wants to focus on everyone equally, but then changes its mind halfway through and just makes it about the dad. Yeah. And then on top of that, I think it's an uninteresting looking movie. It's a dull looking movie, uh, with with kind of just mediocre direction. It, if I was really describe this in a nutshell, it is mediocre minus a little bit more like it's you know it's like it's yeah. like if it was just mediocre it'd be like a five but if we're getting to ratings i'm probably going with something more like a four maybe a 3.5 that's yeah i think um well uh, i mean a, a couple of things uh uh yeah like i feel like there's maybe more stuff i could have been forgiving of like you know, if there was other other elements that work, like yes, if it was visually interesting or looked really good, like yeah, maybe I can like go some of like you know the the plot stuff or or whatever. But when it's kind of, it just feels like everything is kind of missing. The like the especially really the only in a horror movie, especially I I think good direction and visuals can like save the whole thing. I I think you can have a really mediocre plot in a horror movie, but the actual direction and the the suspense and the style of which it's told is actually enough to elevate it to great yeah i i feel like the uh you know kind of the problem we're getting and similar to a, a problem that i had with uh the it movie which i, I definitely like the it movie a lot more but like i feel like 
maybe they're focusing on characters a bit more uh, in these, you know, remakes, but they're not really uh, doing a good job of getting the horror down because, like, the horror part of it was like the worst part. Like it was, the, yeah. like the movie was elevated because you know the the characters were so well done and the interactions with the kids were really great. And um, I feel like it's kind of similar. Uh, in a way to this where I feel like, you know, the best part about this movie would be the performances. Like I thought everyone did a, a really good job. They just unfortunately didn't really have much you know, yeah. to work with. Unfortunately, yeah, there's not as much to do as the kids in it that like, it's not as yeah. endearing. You're not as like excited about them as much. Uh, that's why I think it's worrying that it too is going to be mainly the adults. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, you know, the, the first, uh, volume, they had a lot to work with, uh, with the script from, um, you know the true detective person where you know uh chapter two of it is solely written by uh i think it's doberman the the guy that wrote the nun one of your favorites from last year so <laughs> by the way yeah. Timmy, i got i got a trailer for uh annabelle comes home which oh, me too. is notable because I hadn't seen it yet. That really <laughs> happens to me now where I don't see a trailer before it like, pops up in the theatre. But uh, yeah. I got the trailer for, for the Annabelle Comes Home and I'm like, okay. I mean, I like the kid. The kid who's in it was uh, one of the girls in Haunting a Hill House. And oh, right, right, right. was also in Itonia. Was also in... She's, basically, she's been like the flashback kid for like, you know, like, the main <laughs> character who's older now like, in like, yeah. a lot of movies recently. Uh, she was in like, an episode of Sabrina as well. So... Okay hopefully it's good it's definitely the most interesting plot of an annabelle movie so far but we'll see yeah i mean well i liked uh, annabelle 2 a lot more than you so uh i'll it was better than I, the I, first one but i just didn't think it was good definitely either. yeah, yeah. I, I i liked it so i'm cautiously optimistic about it um but i don't know we'll see uh, i forget if that comes out in june or july but that, it's actually an interesting uh, month a lot of stuff is coming out around then yeah. Oh, by the way, I am sick of seeing the Curse of La Llorona trailer. Like, I am like, I'm sick of that trailer. I've I've had it like every single time I've went to the theater in the last like three months. Yeah. So. Uh, there you well, go. Ju- just just in general, man. There's so many trailers at this showing, and like, as bad as the the theater was for the uh, movies, they were so much worse. Like during the trailers, like I was like I was girding myself because I was like oh god like are, they, are these people going to be that bad and then once the movie started they kind of calmed down a little bit so I was like alright maybe they're just being obnoxious during the trails but then as the movie kind of picked up they got worse and worse as it went along so um, yeah so I, I guess I'll give it my score though um, I mean I, I'm, I'm kind of I'm in the same ballpark for you I'll give it I'll go a little bit higher though I'll I'll, I'll give it a I, just a four for now. Uh, again, though, I feel like it could potentially go up a little bit once I see it without just the totally, you know, theater full of like barnyard people that are just <laughs> god awful. But I mean, even even if I watch it in an ideal experience, I can't really imagine it going above like a five, maybe a five point five at most. But um, yeah I, again though I, I did like church <laughs> you know the church stuff was pretty good i'm I'm really glad you came into this and were it was disappointing not because i wanted you to be upset by it because, <laughs> just because i was worried that when i watched it like you know halfway through the movie i realized i was like i'm bored to tears i hate this and yeah. I, I i was like oh god if tim loves this this is going to be such a a debate <laughs> and i just i wasn't ready for it and i'm, I'm glad you ended up seeing the, the well, light of day 
I mean, we we might be in the minority here. I actually had another friend who I think was actually more down on it than us, but um, I, I have been seeing a lot of people like on you know like film Twitter being like, and again, I mean, most of it might just be you know because I, I follow like a lot of you know things like Stephen King, and I, I might even be following the official like Pet Cemetery Twitter or whatever. So maybe it's just a lot of retweets of you know, them, uh, you know, promoting positive reviews, but there are definitely like a lot of people out there that are like, Oh, 10 out of 10. Amazing. The creepiest, you know, horror movie yet. Like, uh, the I best don't... adaptation of King ever, which is mind boggling to me yeah, I, again, I, unless you're sponsored by King or something, you know, I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I, th- I think it's really mediocre, to, uh, uh, yeah. to downright bad in some, some aspects. So I, yeah, I, I, I really can't see anyone going above like, okay like if someone's like oh it's fine or it's okay i'd be like yeah "Yeah." but the people that are saying it's great it's a masterpiece i'm like that's yeah i don't know i don't know i've got some magic beans to sell you if you think this is a masterpiece (laughs) get some magic beans uh but yeah yeah, that's that's our uh, discussion about pet cemetery uh we can wrap this up here and i can tell you about a couple of things that are that are coming or that you can check out of course go to streams uh, at screams midnight on twitter to get uh, us us tweeting at you um as well as our individual twitters um sometimes tim takes over the screams after midnight twitter account and (laughs) posts analysis of the title of the boy sequel and it's baffling to me i don't don't know uh so that's people love that (laughs) that's at screams midnight so you can check out that uh you can of course go to patreon patreon.com slash tv if you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do here and you can support us for as little as a dollar per month and starting last month uh you now get a bonus episode of screams after midnight once per month uh for your one dollar per month so uh well worth going over and checking out the first episode we did was the invisible maniac that was a hoot uh (laughs) we should be recording our second bonus exclusive episode soon uh so and we've got one picked out tim Tim picked out one so (laughs) i'm very excited about it (laughs) it better not disappoint because i'll be upset with them uh but that's that's coming soon uh uh, otherwise of course five dollar patrons get to vote on uh, a movie once per month on an episode so that vote's already up uh the vote if i recall for some reason tim picked like crappy (laughs) haunting movies from the turn of the century i don't know why yeah, I, I don't know what, for some reason I was just thinking about that, I kind of want to watch, but we got like 13 Ghosts, The Others, Hunting, uh, and The Haunting of Hill House. Uh, yeah, so. And for the three of which it applies, they're remakes, right? It's not, yeah. you know, they're all from like 1999 to 2001 kind of period. Yeah, so I, I felt they, they loosely kind of fit together. Uh, these, <laughs> the general theme is like, uh, hey, are these movies as bad as I remember them? And I don't know. <laughs> It's it's like a you know it's like Alien versus Predator. Whoever wins, we lose pretty much. Couldn't have said it about myself, Timmy. Uh, so that's uh, on the Patreon. So go check it out. patreoncom slash Uh But of course, like, subscribe, comment. Let us know what you thought of the movie and all that in the comments. Uh, all of that also is, is is good stuff. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. Uh, we always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, guys, and we will see you next time.